This is New Japan superstar Clark Connors, the wild rhino himself, and you're listening to Wrestle It. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Ocean Cyclone Show. This time we have a, a special episode. Um, we're not usually gatekeepers, but we're going to be the complete opposite of that, which I guess is a gate opener or gate taker wares, something like that. Um, <laughs> we're going to get into the ins and outs of how to get into Joshi, the, just the introduction to the fandom. I am Ryan Dilbert at Ryan Dilbert at X. I just cannot say that. It's still Twitter in my mind, but here we are. Um I got two co-hosts. One of them is Trent. He is one of the better stardom writers around. So if you love what you hear about stardom, this is the this is the man to see. Yeah, and, and you? um, you, it, I'm I'm good. And I will just say the worst thing about trying to promote yourself on X is if you have a stutter, it's just X X X, and then obviously you're going to completely different websites. But um, I, I don't know if we want to be gatekeepers. It's it's fun to actually block people sometimes and tell them what they should like. You know, I have a podcast. I have several podcasts. So I feel like that gives me utmost authority in the wrestling world. You know, not just anyone can do this. Okay, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> literally anybody could start a podcast, but you do it well and you do it um, better than a lot of those folks. Our third member of our crew is Scott at Scott E Wrestling. If you want recommendations on Marvelous, Indie Rick, just the whole world of wrestling, Scott watches everything. He doesn't sleep. So um, there you go, Scott. That's true. How's it going? That's very true. Hello, everybody. There was a great joke in here, and I know like a lot of people wrestle in big Dragon Gate fans. So I was going to say, you know, I'm going to give them an idea. If they ever want to be like Noah and uh, New Japan and add a women's division, they can call it the Open the Joshi Gate. That's what you could have said. But I mean, the Joshi are already um, at Dragon Gate. They that's true. They just got to let audience. them in the ring. They just got to let them in the <laughs> ring now. Uh, but we're opening the Joshi Gate here today. Hello, everybody. Thank you for welcoming me to the show, Ryan. Um, I'm excited because this is not a usual episode for us. This is a episode about informing, getting the good people to know. I think mm-hmm. Joshi's very popular right now mm-hmm. worldwide, especially here in America with everything that's going on. So we're going to offer you some help of how to get into it. It's not as easy as it looks. I'll tell you that. But well worth it, as I. Oh, think very we'll, much so. We'll, I mean, we we'll we do. I have like seven Joshi podcasts, so it has to be <laughs> worth it. <laughs> We're gonna mention all of them. We it's gonna be a lot of self promotion, um, and not just because we're into ourselves, but um, I I legitimately think we are. I mean, we're very Joshi focused, and like a lot of what we do is helpful. As a as a newer fan, so you weren't going to watch any men's wrestling this year, Ron, were you? Um, I have watched very little. Um, What's the uh, last he's men's betrayed himself? Um, wait, let me try I to think guess. Was, I oh, watched no, Omega and Osprey one. Well, that was going to be my guess. So. <laughs> but that was like four or five months ago, so I don't know if I've done another. There's just so much Joshi. You you could just do that, which is what I'm sort of trying to do. Yeah, uh, speaking of that. Uh, more than, more than hey, you got to check out the marvelous champion. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. Scott and I have not talked about this, and I think he will disown me. But, but I am a big fan of the match in which Mio Mimono was dethroned, not because of her losing the title, but um, the story to get there. I was very the journey, not the destination. I'm not going to look at Scott. Eyes. He's going to. Um, it's going to be very judgy. Um, but let's talk some 
what we're excited about is just some big things happening. Um, if Scott has not left the podcast, um, we'll start with him. I'm not allowed to leave the podcast. Yeah, so I'm excited about a lot. Obviously, I think we can agree that there, like you said, a lot's happening. Uh, five star Grand Prix, I believe, by the time this comes out, has already finished. Yes? Question mark. Yes. Yes. So yes. that was a great time. Obviously, so many ups and downs. Loved it. Loved Tur- it. Tournament no one was crazy. Tournament math was crazy. Uh, but what I'm excited about moving forward is just the year end stuff. Like overall, like Joshi mm-hmm. really picks it up in these last few months, whether it's stardom and, you know, their big year end show. That's always exciting. Uh, TJPW has Russell Princess, which maybe happened the day this comes out. It's very early in October. They're also going so. back to America at the end of the year, which is very cool. Um, and then, you know, the rest of the scene is thriving. Thank you to Suri. So there you go. Uh, Trent, how about yourself? Yeah. So uh, weirdly enough, I'm actually excited about stuff that's going on in America, despite the fact I'm the one person on this podcast, not in America. <laughs> um, Sukaban happened a couple of weeks ago as of uh, this episode going live. It has its ups and it has its downs, but I think it's a really exciting uh, promotion and concept. And I just love seeing people do something different with wrestling. You know, the whole build up to this kind of felt like glow meat lucha underground. And, mm. you know, I like wrestling trying new things. That's why I'm such a big fan of Gatto Move and Choco Pro and Bucka Gaijin and all that. So even though I'm watching the uh, product and I'm thinking, oh, I'd change this, I'd do this and whatnot. I, I like to see people trying things and doing new things and experimenting with the concept of wrestling. So I'm excited to see episode two, which apparently is coming out in December. Thank you, Inagi, for giving that information away. Um, so, yeah. And and they have a cat, which is... Um, hey, the, the, the key to success is to have a cat in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Their um, cat's a lot better than TJPW's cat. I'll tell you that right I now. wasn't going to say it. I, I haven't I even seen thinking. her wrestle, wrestle, but... Well, do you know who the cat uh, is? <laughs> is it uh, is it a, a... It's a... It's a Naba. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're definitely better than... <laughs> the, the, the cat has a karate black belt. I thought it was, a, I thought it was just a new karate person. No. But I haven't, seen, I haven't seen her. Okay. Just you need to see the cat wrestle and you're like, oh, I recognize that style. She even okay. does the, the, the penalty kick style where she does the stop and then the set yeah. up. The, yeah. Yeah. She's it not was the best match of the show. So. It was. There you go. I'll get on that. Um, I am pumped. Scott mentioned it. Wrestle Princess is coming up. It has some pretty intriguing matches, which is something I like about Tokyo Joshi. Just weird combinations. You have Rika Tatsumi versus Maxi Impaler. Like, that's going to be kind of Odd and violent and mm. funny, I think. Maki Ito versus Nyla Rose. I don't know what to expect there. So I'm, I like not knowing. Like, what what's that going to look like? And then Mizuki and Miyu Yamashita are just really good together. That's um, Yamashita brings out people's best. Mizuki, I think, is having a super good year. So this is just a recipe for, like, one of the better matches yeah. of that promotion. So, yeah. and if you want to know how to watch that, we will let you know through the course of this episode. Oh, that's smooth. It's like you've done this oh, before. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I wanted to start with before we get into stardom and Tokyo Joshi and, and specifics, just kind of a bigger picture of 
how we got into it, Joshi in general, and um, why. Mm. My my daughter, my oldest daughter, definitely noticed that all of the wrestling I watch is Japanese and women, and she was like, "Why? Why are you only watch that wrestling?" Your daughter doing that cornet vibes right there. Yeah, like what's going on there? (laughs) I was like, I don't have a good answer other than I just, I think it's the same reason I I watch a lot of the sports I watch as women's sports. There's just something extra cool about a badass that's a woman. Hmm. There's like another layer. Like men kicking each other in the head is cool, but women doing it, I'm like, "Mm." it's just... It's just like I'm more intrigued by that. Um, I'm so clipping thing... that out of context. Uh-oh. I will warn Please you. Please don't. <laughs> uh, Joshi in general, and some other promotions we're going to talk about for sure, are kind of like an underdog in the scene overall. You know, mm. when you meet a fan, uh, someone who's like, oh, you're a fan of wrestling. You like WWE? You like AEW? Like, well, no, actually, I watch a lot of Sendai Girls. Um, I root for those promotions to succeed. I root for those those wrestlers to do well because they are sort of um, outside of the major spotlights, but they're really awesome. And I just, I love seeing more eyes on them and, and a lot of these crowds getting bigger. Tokyo Joshi and Stardom, like just their business gets better and better. They're bringing in more tickets and like, that's exciting as like a fan of the, the promotions in general. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have good answers, fellas? Like Scott, I'll, um, I'll let Trent go. Why first, Joshi first? Trent Trent liked it longer than me, so his story. Might yeah, be I'll, I've been an OG fan. I'm not one of these young blood Joshi fans coming from, in. When to be popular. fair, I'm simply just young blood, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I look. I got into Joshi wrestling around 2016, I think, and it was sort of a natural progression for me away from the Americanized scene into the Puro scene. You know, mm-hmm. I'd been watching WWE all my life and dabbled in like TNA and Ring of Honor and stuff, doing the whole buying uh, DVDs from sketchy websites and hoping I actually get something in return. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually I grew tired with the scene like a lot of people do. It just stops ringing true. And I got into Japanese wrestling through seeing clips on you know, forums and very early Reddit yeah. and stuff. And through that, I also started to see the women's wrestling. And prior to Joshi, my idea of women's wrestling was Attitude Era women's wrestling, which and Ruthless Aggression Era women's wrestling. And if you're a fan during that period, you know that is not a great example of pro wrestling in of itself and just treating women with respect, full stop. Uh, and then, you know, seeing Joshi, and like, I was seeing Io Shirai, Kari Hydra, and Maya Watani doing this stuff, and I was like, what the hell is this? You know, mm-hmm. right? My young sex self was looking at this going, I didn't know women could wrestle. Um, and so as I was getting into New Japan, I started following the Joshi scene as best I could, primarily stardom. And that just kind of completely suckered me in because it was a revelation of how good women's wrestling can be and seeing how it was treated elsewhere. So, well, let's push this let's show how good women really are you know they are equal to the men when you give them the spotlight when you give them the chance to prove themselves and it's just won me over i think what they do is in many ways more authentic feels realer and you can just connect with it on a different level than say a new japan and stuff it just yeah it's it's won me over and forged a connection which i really appreciate yeah i'm glad you mentioned um 
Io Shirai. I, I mean, I got into some of the, a lot of the 90s Joshi first. Mm. Um, and Io Shirai, Iwatani, Kyrie was like, hey, there's really, really great stuff happening today, too. Yeah. So I had to, oh, okay, I don't just need to live in the past. Uh, and those were, you know, gateway drugs into the rest of stardom and, and beyond. The way um, to put it. <laughs> that's a positive thing. You can just call it a gateway. Drugs are good, okay? <laughs> drugs, are, drugs are good. Thank uh, you, teacher Ron. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> uh, there's so many potential things to clip here and, and make me look bad. Um, and probably more. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're very fresh into this podcast. You'll say some more stuff. I've got no doubt. Absolutely. Um, the Ryan shot himself in the foot compilation. To you? Yeah. I have a good answer yeah, why Joshi I, so much because you, as you mentioned, you have so, like a lot of podcasts, it's a lot of what you do. Yeah. Um, yeah. you're the newest to the Joshi fandom, but you've I also am. probably gone the hardest of the three of us. Yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely went very hard into it once I became a fan. Um, I've shared this story a few times on multiple podcasts, but since I think this is a good way, and I maybe it will relate to a lot of people, though I think Trent's and Ryan's do too, especially with the you know, a lot of people get tired with the Americanized wrestling or stuff like that. Um, I'm probably the only one here also that watches that still. However, um, back in end of 2019, beginning of 2020, especially when COVID hit, I was just so done with wrestling. I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, like the only thing I liked mm. was and I vividly remember this was Io Shirai. Io Shirai was my favorite wrestler. She was an NXT. It's not even like this was prime Io Shirai. This was Io Shirai, Joshi Judas, whatever Mara used to call her. And she won the NXT title. But this I started watching it before that. And I remember I said, If I if I don't want to like lose my love for wrestling, I just gotta try. You know, I'm just going to try something new. And I had a friend uh, give me an entire list of Joshi matches, not Joshi, stardom matches through their archives, beginning in their very first year all the way up to present day by the time I caught up. And I watched it all, and I just fell in love. Like, I fell in love with, like, the maybe the oddest way, because a lot of people will go to, like, Io versus Mayu right off the rip or something big. The first match I saw was the Nai Takahashi versus Rookie, a recent Hoshiki. It's like an eight-minute, <laughs> uh, like, it's just an eight-minute, like, one-sided match, but it just clicked with me. And I've obviously just went all in ever since. Like, it just became my favorite thing in the world. Um, It's it's addicting, <laughs> you know, like to go yeah. back to what Ryan said earlier. Um, it is, there's so much of it and there's so many styles of it. And that, that goes with wrestling as a whole. That's why I think a lot of people are getting into Joshi, but even when you get into Joshi, there's so many aspects of it. And I think Ryan or Trent, sorry, you both talk. So I'm a little confused, <laughs> but one of you said it perfectly. Of, we all, we both stay on the side. They, they cared so, like, True. it's just so different. Like, you can feel how much every wrestler cares every single match. Like, yeah, you'll have the matches here and there that are just about the moves and the fun and the aspects. But when it gets to that story, which just lasts years, there's nothing better in pro wrestling than that. Um, I will talk in 
I could talk for days about Mayu Yutani and Starlight Kid's story. I could talk for days about Tam Nakano and uh, Mayu Yutani. If you figure out who my favorite wrestler is, Mayu Yutani is my favorite wrestler. It took me one match of hers. And again, I started from the beginning. So it wasn't even like it was a great <laughs> all-timer match. Um, but yeah, it's it's truly... And my, my favorite way, if you are getting into it, if you're listening to this, if you want to get into it, Find a wrestler you know and just watch a match. Yeah. You don't need to know anyone's name. You just need mm-hmm. to watch mm-hmm. it. And that's such a natural way to become a fan. Mm. It really that's definitely is. Good. The first time I ever saw Hanakamura, I had no idea who it was. Like just watching the match because I knew Hanakamura, obviously, um, you know, in her Tokyo Cyber Squad look. And I watched the Uedo Tai version, had no idea who she was. I remember like searching up after. I was like, oh my God. Like, it's just like things like that. Watch it naturally, and you're just going to fall in love with certain characters, certain wrestlers. And that goes for outside of stardom, too. You're going to find, if you love if you love wrestling, you're going to find something for yourself in Joshi. Yeah, yeah. And it's arguably easier than ever to do what Scott's recommending, because if you're coming as an American wrestling fan, you watch WWE and AEW, you've been exposed to certain Joshi wrestlers. You've been mm-hmm. exposed to EO Shirai or EO Sky yeah. in WWE. You've been exposed to Asuka, to Kairi uh-huh. Hojo, to Hikaru Shida, to Maki Ito. So you can start from there and go, well, I like her, and then go and start watching some of her matches in her home promotion. So then you get to see EO versus Mayu, EO versus Kagetsu, and then you might go, oh, wow, I get why Scott praises Mayu Watani so much. I'll watch some Mayu She's matches. a goat! Sorry. Yeah, and then from that, you get to see literally the entire history of stardom, yeah. and it spreads out like a virus in a good way. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the best. Yeah, okay. and Scott mentioned, like, just, just how much of it there is, and I think to me, that's one of the most exciting parts because that's primarily what I watch to the point where my wife is like, can you watch t- regular TV? I'm like, no, there's too many Joshi <laughs> matches I need to watch. Um, but you, you could never you could never run out because there's mm. so many promotions, um, even if you don't go into classic stuff. And oh, you're kind of always in a world. state of discovery. So even someone like us, who are people who write about it, who are podcasters, you're going to be like, I don't know who this person is on this little dinky show. And sometimes you, you go, I, I really like them. And then you discover more and more. And you're constantly a student, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. having to like, oh, I'm going to go to the internet. Who is this person? What are their best matches? Who are they? Um, that, mm-hmm. that process can never end. There's just so many promotions, which is kind of nuts because, I mean, Japan is not that big, but... <laughs> Um, you know, like double digit promotions that are just women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could just go on and on forever. And then if you want to go to the nineties or early two thousands, right. like you just, I mean, you're, then you're done. You're yeah. Just... That's infinity. You don't have, there's yeah. not enough time at that point. Um, I will say that using, um, Sukiban as an example, um, I think this is a good example. Like I tweeted out how. I think Aoi goes by Midnight Player, and I was like, there's definitely not a lot of people who have seen Aoi before, and if you saw Aoi for the first time on this show, you probably think she's the most badass person ever, and I had, like, so many comments, like, this is the first time this person, this is the first time I ever saw her, I need to see every match she's ever had, I'm like, little do you know, she's wrestled for, like, a year, <laughs> yeah. she's not, yeah. a, like, it's not even a deep catalog, 
Um, yeah, you can catch up real fast. So learning, but it's like it's like that. Like it just takes seeing a wrestler, even, and you're like, that's the coolest person I've ever seen. Yeah, that's she is saying. very cool. She is. Yeah, she is. I, I do like the natural progression of Owie because, like, when she came in to start a new blood, myself included, we saw her and thought, like, Who is this? She's yeah. the next superstar. And then mm. getting to see that repeated with the Sukaban viewers who hadn't yeah. seen her and other stuff. It's just a fun little progression. It is. It is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'll just say it's the best. We're going to talk about it a lot and what's the best and what, what you can watch and how you can watch it and where you can watch it. Let's just say it's like, it's an experience to get all of it. But the one thing I will say about Joshi community is that everyone's very good at helping each other. Ah, uh, yes. That, mm. you know, I, I, I made a note to say that, like, yeah, find I, you I, a Joshi friend and <laughs> yeah, they will, that's very important. They will guide you. Yeah, it's and, very important. Uh, there's so many on there, including there us, is. including us. We're happy to help on mm. anything just, just because it's, there's so many avenues to try to get shows and it's gotten a lot easier when I had even got in. And I, I can imagine when you guys got in, but when I got in a lot of people, a lot of the uh, indie companies were using this website called like Nico pro or whatever. And uh-huh. it's awful. Like it was the worst website ever. Thankfully, a lot of them have switched to a much more usable website, whether it's their own, like ice ribbon has or Zyko, but we'll get into all that. It's just like, it's mm-hmm. a, so much easier now thankfully and that's the funny thing about people complaining about tiktok with super people i was like it's very easy though like it's right there like yeah. <laughs> and it's free <laughs> yeah yeah that, that was never an issue of access like the old days you know back in my day we had to t- trade tapes in the back like alley. physical video cassettes <laughs> yeah. uh yeah absolutely um well let's get going into like where do we go and um let's go down the rabbit hole Alex. i think you start with, I think a lot of people start with stardom. My wife showed a little bit of interest in Joshi, and she was like, where do I start? I was like, I think you start with stardom. Um, and I think we'll talk about a lot of those reasons. Um, these two fellows here are white, knowledgeable, like very deep. But I don't think you even need to be that. I think you just pop in and you will see the level of talent is so high, the level of quality of matches. You're going to be hooked. You don't even need to know the story that beyond the story beyond the, which you will eventually but i think that's the place to start trent like someone who doesn't know stardom what are the vibes what like what's going on in this corner of the world so the easiest way i think to explain it and it's not always a perfect example because it depends how you're coming into it but if you've got any kind of knowledge with the japanese scene the easiest comparison is new japan pro wrestling and not just because it's owned by Bushi Road as well. But the vibes are quite similar in the sense yes. that a stardom match, especially a main event stardom match, follows similar trends to a New Japan main event match. And so if you like that style, but you just want that slight change, mm-hmm. you want the women's style, stardom is a great at that. You know, if you just want, to me, the best in-ring action, not just in Joshi, not just in women's wrestling, but the world, you go to stardom. And the beautiful thing there is, as you kind of mentioned, right, you can just come in and watch a match or two. You don't necessarily need to know the full story. You don't need to deep dive into translated interviews from 2017 to understand what's going on. You can just go, these two people want to fight over a championship belt. I want to see them do that. And then if you want to dive into the characters and dive into the story, you've got that option as well. So it's a great introductory promotion because it will work to your level of investment. Scott, how would you describe stardom to someone who's like, hey, what is that? What's going on there? 
it's the best roster in the world. Like uh-huh. this is the best women's roster since all Japan women's. Mm. And it's going and it grows. Like, you know, it, it's getting bigger. And I think when you have such a big talented roster, you can invest in so many wrestlers, you can invest in one wrestler. And I always recommend like doing that because that's part of the fandom as is. Um, I think I think Tread said it perfectly of like there is a similarity between that and New Japan. Um but at the same time, there's just the Joshi greatness that so many people bring up from the nineties and eighties, you know, that, that that we don't always or we didn't see for a very long time before stardom really even found their stride. Like the beginning wasn't perfect. Um and as time goes on, you learn those stories, you will watch matches that get ten times better because yeah, you can sit down and watch um Julia versus Sherry from last year and you're gonna think it's great. But if you know their backstory and you know their history, it just it just goes up an entire other level. And that's really wrestling as a whole. But mm-hmm. I think Joshi and how long again, how long their stories go, especially starting over the past couple of years, they really lean on these long term stories that you can always go back to. And there's a lot of callbacks and stuff like that. It, it's it's the best roster. It's like any time they have a big show, it is like can't miss. Truly, like if it's a big pay per view, you look at the lineup and you're like, how do they do this every mm-hmm. single time? Because they have one once a month. You know, and and, and that's being uh, tentative there. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. Least, I mean, you know, at least that, yeah. it depends on the time of year. Sometimes they have uh-huh. like twice in a month. And, you know, it's here and there. But I think your best bet is to just dive in. You know, you go to Stardom World. I think it's Stardom Hyphen World dot com. Is that correct? Um, it's such a it's a frantic googling it. Yeah, I just I, yeah Stardom Hyphen World dot com. Go subscribe. It's probably like six bucks. It's the best. It's the best subscription in pro wrestling. Yes, I know a lot of people want like the live, but but if you want Joshi, you're gonna get every Stardom show on there mm-hmm. eventually. And every Stardom show usually has something you want to see, whether it's a house show in the middle of Nagoya or it's a show that is in the Sumo Hall. You're mm-hmm. gonna want to see it. And then, of course, all their pay-per-views are live. You buy those separately, so on and so forth. And I, I want to echo what you said about the, the service. Um, it is absolutely worth it. Like, I think sometimes you see some of these smaller promotions and you go, oh, I don't want to invest. I don't know this promotion yet. I think if this is this is coming from one of the cheapest people you probably know. I don't like to spend money. Um, I, I will just subscribe to Stardom World until um, the world is no longer here. Um, and I don't watch it as religiously as as either of you. It's still worth it because if you watch two shows, what if you watch one show a month, yeah, that's your 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 money's worth is there. But they put out a lot of matches and it's not just the main event matches that are really good and not yeah. just the big shows, but um Sort of the house show level things, a couple yeah. of a six six woman tag, the quality is still gonna be so good. Um, you're, you can't beat that. You're probably getting 
10 shows a month, include which at least includes a pay-per-view and a Corkin. Mm-hmm. Those alone's worth it. You know, like if you if you're yeah. willing to wait on the pay-per-views. That's And that's what I do. I am I am the cheap person in the group and the person who's busy li- if you're going like, to watch it live, then then just wait. You know, and then yeah, it's exactly. You're not waiting know. long. And that's the thing like it with these pay-per-views, it's a four or five day wait. The expensive cost you get into the live show is for the the maniacs, the hardcores, people like myself and Scott. <laughs> so, if yeah. you're smart with your money, you wait four or five days like Ryan, and then you watch it, and you get yeah. just as much enjoyment out of it. Yeah, And they're all subtitled, too. Like, mm. they subtitle everything for those shows. You know, if you watch live, that's not happening, obviously. Um, and I know, like, it, as you get into the start of fandom, you know, there are the hardcores that, oh, I wish this would upload faster. Listen, listen. They have so many shows. They have such a busy schedule. It's I'm happy the way they do, you know, because uh-huh. until that service changes, this is the way it is, and this is the best it's going to be. And like we said, even if you have to wait a few days, you're going to get value. Hmm. Yeah, it is 10 times product. faster than it used to be, too. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's, it's for, fast that's for sure. Yeah. Um, it's worth mentioning, too, because yeah, like a lot of people, stardom is the first promotion you get into with Joshi for a lot. And I see this question posed a lot on Twitter, on Reddit and stuff. You know, how do, how do I start? You know, what, what do I start with? Um, the good thing with stardom is you can just start with wherever you're kicking off. Because the way they tell stories is either, as we mentioned, years in the making, where something happened a decade ago, they were slighted and they start planning a Machiavellian plan to get back at them. Or it's like, oh, you know, we're going to build up to a show in a couple of weeks, so let's build a story. Mm-hmm. There's no in-between with those. So you can just yeah. kind of jump in and pick up the gist. Start with any pay-per-view level stuff. Start with Kurrican. If you're if you're listening to this as it goes live, go back to the five-star Grand Prix. That's always a final. safe option. Just do the final. Yep, go to the final. This year, probably All-Star Grand Queendom too. Chuck yeah. that on. There's some stuff that's now out of date, some wrestlers that aren't there now, um, but it's a very easy watch. There's a lot of great stuff. And if you're coming into Joshi for the first time, you'll see a lot of wrestlers where you're like, oh, I want, yeah, that's your jumping off point. I want to see more of that wrestler and this wrestler. I think, and I can't say this for every company that runs a big tournament, but Stardom's probably the only company where if you started on the final night of their tournament and mm-hmm. watched for a year, that's like the perfect because you're going to watch every wrestler in a very big competitive match on that final night. You're going to see a winner and then you're going to kind of follow their story until the next Mm -hmm. big show. Then you get the next big show and then you go through the tournament again and you know, those wrestlers by then you don't want to just go at least to me, you don't want to go into a tournament. I think without some knowledge, unless it's that final night or the first night, because you get the whole batch of wrestlers and I think that's very important. Yeah. And we've mentioned several of them. I think this is a good time to kind of say, hey, look out for Mayu Itani. We talked about being like one of the greatest of all time. A good place to do start. I'm going to go a little different direction, sort of a, a less heralded person. But uh, Micah mm. is just, this is one of my favorite types of wrestling. Mm. She is a big, strong ass kicker very physical and like serious. Um, if you're into that, she's very, very good at that style. So is Shuri. Um, and then Shuri is like on a, another level in terms of 
main event, like clutch, you're going to, I think you're going to fall in love with both of them, but I sure he is just um, a superb talent, but that's my jam. Like mm. bashing people, both of them are very, very good at that. I think, I think there is a case that when Shuri is in a big role, she's the best wrestler in the world. Like when she is in that mm-hmm. big spot, it's like her and Osprey in terms of delivery. I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's that that is an elite class. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like if if you put them in this big match, it's not only going to deliver. You're just asking yourself, how good is it going to be? Yeah, over deliver. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. I think Mike is a great, you know, kind of under the radar shout. Um, if you listen Might to this be the show, last time you can say that too, because she's yes. just on the cusp. Yes. If you listen to this show, uh, you'll know the next, the two people I'm going to pick. Sorry, Trent, one of them, George. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of them is the newest, one of the most recent signings, and that is Suzu Suzuki. I think you watch Suzu Suzuki, oh. you instantly become a fan of Suzu Suzuki. Absolutely. Uh, there's, there's no one that has as much charisma as much skill at the age of, I think, did she just turn 21? I think. Just turned 21. She's 21. Because I posted old. that and people on Twitter were like, oh, you're joking. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's Ow. no one that has the full package like her at that age. And the other person is fellow 21 year old, I think, Azumi, who brings a different style of professional yes, yes. wrestling that I think can make you fall in love with Joshi in a very unique way. I, you know, mm. I talked about this on the last show. If you want to avoid like the actual debate part and just listen to my thoughts on Azumi, I did feel that way. Like she is yeah. someone who she's, she is a one of a kind wrestler. Like you, there's no mashing Azumi. She brings Joshi together. She brings Lucha Libre together and she puts that high speed style. She's made it her own. She's one of the, if not best high speed wrestlers ever, and she's just getting started. So I think mm. if you're all again, if you're always looking to invest, yeah, there's the Julia's, the Tams, the Mayus. But go into yeah. the, again, go deeper into the roster, especially with Suzu, Mike, and Azumi. Like they're about to be huge. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's three different styles. And I'm glad you you shouted out Azumi because yeah. you, you know, some people are very into the the fast paced, crazy athletics. She does that better than most people in the world. Yeah. And with her, the thing t- I always see something every match that I'm like, how how <laughs> is that a humanly possible thing? Apparently so. Um, so I I think a lot of people coming into Joshi are fans of that style. They're they're going to be big time impressed. And it's very possible. Like if you like me, just in 2023, if you're coming into Joshi and starting through gifts that you see online, mm. there's a very real chance you're coming in through the high speed stuff. You know, that's yes. the stuff that catches the eyes and feels very unique and different. And Azumi's front and center of that. So there's a very real chance your introduction to Joshi and Sardom is Azumi. Uh, my recommendations will be Hazuki um, because uh, if you just chuck on any random stardom show whether it's the main event on the biggest show of the uh, the year or you just chuck on a random house show in Niigata you're probably going to walk away going wow Hazuki is amazing because she has no off switch whether it's the random shows the big shows she's going to deliver 100% which yeah despite us saying like you will get constant great wrestling there are some wrestlers that have their gears and they're like okay I'm going to go 60% 60% on this show or you know, I'll take it easy here. Someone like Hazuki doesn't. 
And so you're guaranteed, if you're coming into stardom, if you watch one of her matches, I don't care where it is, you're going to be in awe. Um, and the other person I'm going to recommend is Starlight Kid. For many of the same reasons with Azumi, you've probably been introduced to her in a random uh, gif or whatever, but she's someone that feels uniquely Joshi. You know, she has the marsh, she has the Lucha Libre style, but there's just the way she develops her character and style speaks to, I think, a lot of fans in a way that a lot of men's wrestling just doesn't really connect with. She's got a very real personality. She plays it off really well. It's something that she carries both in and out of the ring in a range of styles, but she's just such a dynamic performer and is at such a young age, like Suzu Suzuki, like Azumi. You know, you go, if you're coming into stardom, coming into Joshi, you're going to have probably a decade plus of stuff to look forward to. And you've got about five years of content you can go back and watch. All right. We did not get paid for any of these um, statements so from the heart. Free advertising. Stardom, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Should we roll into uh, Tokyo Joshi? I think so, because that's the other big promotion, and that's the other promotion a lot of people will be aware of, especially thanks to their connection with AEW. Yeah, and they are a very different mm. brand of wrestling. Um, I We talked about the comparison. New, New Japan is very similar to Stardom. Tokyo Joshi is a lot more like DDT, again, owned by the same company and, and all. Um, it is like very, it's very weird and unique. There's a lot of odd characters. There's a lot of comedy, which may or may not land with you. Um, I'm a person who... Are you looking at me? No. Okay. <laughs> you Are, are you looking at me? <laughs> um, I... I used to be a oh, comedy wrestling, comedy. What are they doing? This is the promotion that changed my mind. Uh, and Hyper Masao was that person that really like, okay, what could comedy wrestling be? And I'm like, I'm a fan. I'm, this is the person who I'm, like I just said, like people kicking each other's in the head. And she's doing like just surprising, weird stuff, uh, using water guns as weapons, tying somebody up. She always uses um, cold spray in people's eyes. It's a very goofy vibe. Um, but the thing that goes through all of Tokyo Joshi, I think, is just fun. The wrestlers are having fun. It's meant to be fun. It's not as serious as some other stuff. Um, so if you could kind of switch your mind to that and, and your expectations, it could be a very like, fun ride. Um, but it may not be, it's not everyone's jam. I could see someone being like, what on earth are they doing? They're wrestling in a pool. This is stupid. And you are correct. But um, stupid can be entertaining. And uh, that's, it's the promotion that I watch the most right now um, for all, all those reasons. And and all of the wrestlers we'll mention later, like they're, the wrestlers have a lot of people that I I get attached to um scott is less of a fan of the comedy stuff but um Come on, what's your impression to of of you do like the promotion i think sometimes in certain yeah, things i do so and people might get mad at me for this but like i always make this comparison because it is something that i think needs to like like we compared stardom to new japan right it's like a very store eh story-based in-ring promotion, right? That is the main thing there. With 
TJPW, they give you a little bit of everything, right? And to me, there's only one other company in the world that gives you everything, and that is the biggest company in the world, and that is WWE. And I know, like, people will get mad at me for that, but just just wait, just wait. Like, WWE okay. treats themselves as an entertainment, right? Sports entertainment uh-huh. is the point of they give you something, a little bit of everything. They give you comedy. They give you the hard-hitting action for the, you know, hardcore fans. They give you the storytelling that, you know, maybe the matches don't live up necessarily in terms of, like, the star ratings. But if you are invested in the story, you're going to love it. Maybe we're not going to call it cinema, but you get my point. So like I think that's like a comparison. If you're if you're looking for something to give you a little bit of everything, TJPW is probably the Joshi promotion for you. Because yes, you're gonna get comedy. Yes, you're gonna get a badass main event, especially if Miriam Osh is in it. You know, like that's just her thing. Um, you're gonna get the storytelling. Makito is one of the best storytellers in wrestling when she's around. Um that's the one thing I will say about TJPW though. Their wrestlers are like so in and out right now. The top ones that it's like you can't, if you're expecting them on every show, you shouldn't. You know, you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. start try to start to invest in some of their newer wrestlers that are always there because you know Yuka Sakazaki's an example. She's leaving. You know, I don't know who's next to leave. Hopefully, no one. Yeah. But start investing in their new crop of talent because I think they did have a great rookie class this year that will carry them into the next, you know, f- how many years. Um, but that's the that is what I will say that's about TJPW is so good. It gives you a little bit of everything on every show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not for everyone. I think that's also necessary. Like TJPW isn't made for the maybe the wrestling fan if you're an A, which is funny because they work with AEW. Uh, but like if an AEW fan wa- watches one of these wrestlers, like, oh, let me go check it out on TJPW. I all, I've talked to a few. They're like, I have no idea what was going on in those first few <laughs> matches. And it's like, yeah, I mean, TJPW is an acquired taste. Uh-huh. It's an acquired taste. But if you, if it's something you like, or if you just give it a chance, and I think that's the best way to do it. You should give it a chance because it may be exactly what you're looking for, especially if you're looking for something different from. Mm-hmm really all the other men's wrestling out there you know that's what tjpw will do yeah i think the other thing that's really good with tjpw is if you are watching for the first time and you're kind of going in blank their characters are so pronounced like there's no kind of confusion about oh what's this person about yeah you know their gimmicks they wear the gimmicks on their sleeves and if you are someone who invests in characters and like personalities tjpw will give you wrestlers to hook up with that's really bad phrasing. Uh, hook in line with very, very quickly. Um, and, yeah, more so than even like a stardom, which can be a little bit more like, you know, you have to dive deeper into some of the nuances of the character. TJPW is right there in your face. And it is a variety show. If you like comedy and wrestling, you've got stuff there. If you like hard-hitting stuff, you've got stuff there. If you like that kind of in-between level, um, you've got your options. So, mm-hmm. yeah, not everything's going to speak to every single person. But I think especially, yeah, if you're looking for something different, if you've become disillusioned with, say, the American scene or just kind of there's so much like five star level wrestling out there right now, be it America, Japan, whatever. But if you're looking for wrestling to speak to you in a different way, then uh, TJPW might very well hook you in hook, line and sinker because the people who love TJPW 
are just so connected to what that promotion's about. Mm-hmm. And that investment level, you don't find in just every any other promotion necessarily. That's a super good point. Because I, I think because the wrestlers are so unique and weird and you get to know them very quickly, I think. And I, I the fandom for some of these wrestlers is very intense. Yeah. And I, that's what I found myself doing where it was like, Oh, I, I'm really into Mia Watanabe. Okay, I'll watch more of this promotion. I'm really into Rika Tatsumi. Um, there, there is better belt to belt wrestling, but you just I get super invested in them, and and there's like an emotional connection, even with someone. So there's a wrestler named Palm Harajuku, who I I I as a wrestler I'm not a fan of her work. But I'm getting invested in her character. She's like a clown who kicks people in the shin. She screams in people's faces in the, during the introductions. Like, hey, now Stardom has a clown. You need a clown? <laughs> well, <I'm> not, <laughs> yes. but like I, it's like I uh, you know endearing yeah. over time, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of rooting for her. Yeah. Um, she's like purposely supposed to be a bad wrestler. Like she's one of the someone who doesn't win. She gets she like runs out of matches because she's like okay, I can't I can't beat this person. Um, now I'm hooked, um, which yeah. is surprising. Um, there are a lot of weird, odd little mm-hmm. places you can go like that. And it's not at the absence of good wrestling either, because that's something that I think people can kind of go, oh, you know, this is just kind of a, a character promotion, it's a mm-hmm, comedy mm-hmm. promotion. You're not sacri- like your main event pitcher is still going to have good matches. You've got some of the best wrestlers in the world, like Rika Tatsumi, Miyu Yamashita and stuff. You've got someone like Miyu Watanabe, who is coming up to the position where I think everybody's just waiting for her to become one of the biggest names right. in Joshi. It's you get that combination, and it is true variety. If mm. you want the comedy stuff, Raku falling asleep in the ring, you want Hyper Masao doing Hyper Masao stuff, you've got that. But then at the end of the show, you're probably going to have a banger as well. I'm so glad you mentioned Miyu Watanabe because I think just her herself is a variety show. Um, she provides all of the things you just mentioned. She starts the show with singing with the Up Up Girls. So it's like a song and dance routine. Then she comes in, she's real cutesy and has this high energy and does some silly fun and stuff. But then she's like Cesaro-esque, like swinging people around, throwing people around. Um, so you, you, you kind of get everything with that one person. Yeah. So that's a great place to start. Uh, I, I will say, like, the one other thing when it comes to um, TJBW cards is I always look at them in, like, three parts. You have, like, your rookies and your, mm-hmm. you know, show openers or people trying to prove it. You know, Susan May's often, like, opening their bigger shows because she's kind of having a prove-it type match. And then you have your middle of the card, which will involve a comedic, hyper and... You know, Haruna Nako sneaks up there sometimes, and Raku, like they're they're right in there, and I'm not saying bad about them. Um, then you have your main <laughs> like title matches, main event style matches that close out the show. Even if it's a house show, you'll have your top stars in those main events, uh, whether it's building to a pay per view or big title match or something of the sorts. And the most maybe the easiest part about TJW is Wrestle Universe is one hell of a website. Yes. 
It's it's the, the best streaming service in Japan, both for range of value and just quality of it. Um, because you don't just get TJPW, you get DDT, you get Pro Wrestling Noah, you get Gumbare, you get some random stuff, like there's a prominent show on there as well. Um, and it's it's about the same price as Stardom, as New Japan, but like you're getting a proper app, you're getting proper properly designed stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, it's high quality. As much as we push Stardom World, like if you want bang for your buck, and it's not just yeah. purely Joshi, but just wrestling in general, Wrestle Universe is probably the one to go with. Yeah, yeah. I'm not not acknowledging Noah or DDT though, because oof, <laughs> dirty <laughs> men's wrestling. Uh, that's not even my point. They're just rough promotions to watch. <laughs> but you know, like they come and go. There was a yeah. stretch where I was really into Noah, so like you yeah. already have that service, you pick it up. Yeah, it is variety, and also you, they do. So if somebody like Maki Ito has a match in AEW, they like reserve the right to also broadcast that. Um, so you get some random stuff of Miyu Yamashita going to a different promotion or or whatnot. So the the value is is very there. I would definitely just try it out, explore. Um, and they offer free trials too, which is another rarity yeah. in the yeah. Japanese wrestling streaming world. You know, sign on for two weeks, time it around the Grand Princess or something like. Just give it a go. Yeah, if you don't like it, don't re up, don't pay money. But that two weeks right. might just get you hooked. Yeah, and I would say, um, you go in, if you go on there, and you go to like the Road Two show or the City Circuit some small thing uh those the quality of those is pretty low in comparison to <laughs> when they do their big shows it's mm. all guns ablaze it's so good i don't know if you're going to be hooked watching you know the, the the house show yeah it's it's the wrestling is not nearly as good um i think once you are a fan and you're like oh i'm really into so and so then you watch those shows and then you see them do their thing. But Tokyo Joshi really brings it when it's uh, Wrestle Princess, Grand Princess, Summer, all the princesses. Just go to the princess. You'll be you'll be happy. Um, then you can maybe go once you're a hardcore fan, go. <laughs> I, and, I do watch some worth, of those shows too. But something yeah. worth mentioning there too is if you are a new fan, it gets this question gets asked a lot. Is there English commentary? On a lot of these bigger shows for TJPW, they have English commentary. Even sometimes mm. the Kuro comes. And yeah. if you're a new fan, that's just a great way to ease things in because you'll find out a little bit about the characters. You'll you'll know who they are and what they're doing. We didn't mention this with Stardom. Don't expect English commentary with Stardom shows. You might get it once in a, a blue moon. Yeah, you've kind of got to deal with that. TJPW do have a lot more English commentary access. Um, so again, yeah. if you're starting with one of the bigger shows, you'll have that as kind of a, a helping hand as well. And Chris Brooks is like perfect for the job. Mm. Like it's the right amount of humor. He really likes the brand. It's like the anti Jim Ross where he likes the product he's watching. So you feel the love, you feel the vibes. Um, perfect there. We have any more Tokyo Joshi thoughts before we head to um, the, no, the, the rabbit I'll hole? I'll save those for later. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, you, you, you peeked into stardom. You like what you see. You watch Tokyo Joshi. You, you may or may not like what you see. 
Um, what I think happens to a lot of people is then you're like, well, what else is there? And there was a lot of other stuff. Um, I think I mentioned the term great way drug stardom is, I think a very much like that. Then I really like getting all the little things. Um, it feels like you're discovering like a treasure, like a secret little thing. Um, and sometimes it is because not that many people are watching it, but some of it is quite good. Um, and they're very different flavors. Uh, let's start with a flavor that I know Trent is a big fan of. The Gato Move, which has the Choco Pro. If I don't know anything about that, Trent, what what is that? So we were talking about like TJPW being a little bit of a variety show. This is kind of the next step of that. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily jump straight into Gato Move Choco Pro if you're not familiar with wrestling. But if you want to see it kind of deconstructed, uh, this is the mm. way to go because... The Choco Pro shows, they don't use a wrestling ring. They're in an old dentist's office. They've laid down a map. They're crammed people in there. People are hanging out of windows watching. And then have to move out of the windows because people are jumping out of the windows to hit moves. It's a very unique feel and vibe. But what is so great about this kind of promotion is it's very real, authentic. And if you're coming at it from someone looking at accessibility, it's the most accessible Joshi product in wrestling. Why? Because everything gets uploaded to YouTube. Everything is free to watch. Now, you might have to wait a week for a show to come out, but it is right there. It's easy to watch. They do live streams throughout the week. So if you want to get invested in the wrestlers, in the performers, you can watch that way. They do in-ring shows once a month. They're connected to stuff like Bucka Gaijin if you want slightly different vibes. But it's a very easy-to-access show. And it's a very... I hate to use the word parasocial in a good way, but like, if you want to feel connected to wrestlers and feel like you're a part of the community, there's nothing closer than Gatto Move and Choco Pro because they do really welcome you and make you feel, whether you're at the shows or whether you're watching on YouTube, they bring you in connection. Like if you're watching on YouTube, they'll randomly be in the live chat with you and sort of talking along with what's going on. Yeah, they'll, that's a good point. They really bring in that connection. And for as much as it is kind of like a fun, kitschy kind of show, the wrestling's damn good. Like, you've got some of the best young wrestlers like Amei Saruga. You get people like Emi Sakura coming in. You've got someone like Chia Koshikawa, who's rapidly improving. Sayaka, who's rapidly improving. The wrestling, you don't expect it to be as good as it is because of the setup. And then when you actually stop and watch it, you kind of, you get surprised. Um, and that only ramps up if you go to a show in person. And for as much as we'll push, like, your stardoms in TJPWs, if you go to Tokyo and you're there during a weekend, Go to a Choco Pro show. I guarantee you'll have a blast, even if that kind of wrestling isn't normally mm -hmm. your pitch. Is there a name for that wall where you can put, you can pay to get your name up there? So the wall itself, like there's different categories, but like if you want to sponsor the show, you can sponsor on one show, just kind of put your mm -hmm. uh, name and have a little message. You can sponsor for a month and become a Choco. I think they're the Choco Mints. You can pay a lot of money and be a Choco Godzilla. That's where the AEW sponsorship is. Like they front and center, whenever you're watching a show, you'll see it there. Uh, and that's again, where that kind of community aspect yeah. is, is because you're not paying to access a show. It's kind of, you know, you can pay as much or as little as you want to enjoy Choco Pro. You can watch the whole thing for free and just be a consumer. Or if you want to feel a part of it and invest in the promotion, you can throw money at them, sponsor individual wrestlers, sponsor individual shows, uh, give them support as they're going on international tours, or you can really pay out 
and have them sort of call you out every single show, every single live stream. Scott, do you watch much of the Gato Move? Or do you watch everything? Um, I watch their normal shows. Oh, uh, okay, not the, not the Chocolate Square. No, no, I I have before. Um, but it's usually down to their regular, um, I guess vanilla <laughs> matches. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because I think, I think it's 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 funny because like Chocolate Pro has become like their identity. That it's almost forgotten that like they have they other things ring. when they <laughs> yeah. when they get in the ring, they're excellent. You mm. know, like you know, Mesa Ruga is obviously phenomenal. Um, they have great relationships that I think have really made them popular. I know we talk about AEW, but Deadlock that relationship brought one of my favorite shows, the Deadlock uh, Got to Move combination shows that are live, uh, not live, but up on YouTube for free. Mm-hmm. You check those out. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's very free flowing. It's very easy to watch. Um, it, it's kind of, there's, there's some comparisons between that and TJPW because it's very loose, but at the same time, there's nothing like got to move mm-hmm. at the same, you know, like no one else is wrestling on a little brown mat in the middle of like a school with like 10 people there, you know, it's like, <laughs> it, it's just not happening. Um, and then you can see one of my favorite parts about it is when they do get in rings, you see how that the chocolate probe aspect has helped them in the ring. They do Mm. things, especially May Saruga, that you know, no one else is learning any other way, you know. So that's kind of it's a good way, especially because it's all free to just if you want some free Joshi, try something new. Got to boost at the top of the list for that. Absolutely different, different. Um, we're going to go from Gato Move to Sendai Girls, which I don't know if you can have a bigger jump in style and just Whiplash. what they are. Um, Scott, someone says, hey, Sendai Girls, what's that about? Who is that? What would you say? Sendai Girls is... <laughs> it's been, it, it can be a little bit, bit of a headache because of their <laughs> uploading schedule, but uh-huh. when it comes down to the actual product, it's it's as good as a in ring product you're gonna get outside of mm, the mm-hmm. top two companies. I think it it has one of the best core rosters: Chihiro Hashimoto, Iwata, um, Dash Chisako, Eureka Oka, Minami. You know, the list goes on and on. And then it has the best outsiders part of their shows. You have you obviously is team 200 kilograms i always forget she's not actually part of sunday girls because she's never i don't think i couldn't tell you the last time she missed the show um you have sari now who i i would i would just give sari her own tier at this point like she's just any anywhere sari goes you should just be watching um that's my advice you have sari you have venny like you miyuki takase you have the best of the best competing there that aren't in stardom. A lot of them are now in Sukevon, funny enough. Um, mm-hmm. But this is when you're going to get them at their top level. Mm. You know, especially yeah. if it's one of the big shows or Corkin, you're going to get them at the top level. Uh, I think, I think when they go on pay-per-view, it's always worth it. It's not a lot. It's only like three or four times a year, but when they do it, it's they deliver. Going. It's yeah. going out of your way for, and if you want to watch any of their other shows, there's a free on YouTube. I've upload actually... schedule isn't uh 
upload schedule isn't consistent, but there's a big archive there if you ever want to go back and check out a lot because there's some great matches on there, like legitimately match of the year contender type matches just up there for free. It's good for yeah. new fans who aren't necessarily coming in wanting to follow as it's happening. If you just want to get into Joshi Wrestling, if you yeah, just hear about a wrestling, like, oh, I want to see what they're about, having that kind of archive on YouTube for free is fantastic. Um, and especially now that we've started kicking into like Sendai Girls, I do think talking about the freelance situation at this level of Joshi and down is very important because I think a lot of people coming from your WWE slash AEW slash Ring of Honor slash uh, Impact kind of thing, the freelance scene of the Joshis can be quite confusing because you're like, oh, okay, all these wrestlers are in Sendai Girls. No, they've got a roster of about five. But everyone kind of shares all these different wrestlers. Mm, and so, we'll true. wrestle on your show, you come wrestle on our show. Which, if you're getting into Joshi, is actually fantastic because you watch Sendai Girls maybe for Hashimoto or Iwata or Sari, and then you've got all these other wrestlers who you now know will be on all these other different shows. And this is where kind of the spread, the virus of Joshi really comes into play. And it starts now with Stardom because they've been bringing in so many freelancers to do these shows, like say I already knew Risa Sarah, Chihiro Hashimoto, like you can start from stardom and then get into Sendai from one or two wrestlers and then really spread into the picture. And just follow them throughout. Yeah. Mm. Those Absolutely. freelancers get you, you know, cause I, I, this is very important to talk about. There is also the unfortunate case where you want to see certain wrestlers, like you want to see them a lot and you just can't. Yeah. Mm. Tomoki Inaba is not a freelancer. She works for JTO, but you can barely see their shows. So you can barely see her, and it's a shame because she's one of the best prospect-type wrestlers on the scene. She'll pop up in Star from time to time. She'll pop up in Gambare from time to time. She'll pop up in Glate from time to time. She just pops mm. up in the most random places, but she's someone you go out of your way to see, and that's a lot of those freelancers, uh, but some are so much easier than others to find. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Scott, I think Scott's definitely right about the quality of wrestling in Sendai Girls. If you are a work rate fan and and you are less into mm. kind of the goofy side of things, they absolutely bring it. Um, he mentioned the team 200 kilograms. It's one of my favorite acts to watch. Just two big, strong bulls knocking people over. And they usually get really good opponents, like you said, from other promotions. Um, so that's a, definitely a good place to start. Um, but I, I would say that um, the production value, how things look, changes a lot. Stardom is a top-notch. It's the biggest, the brightest, the most glitzy promotion. Um, Tokyo Joshi is sometimes that. But Sendai Girls, some of these freelance shows, it is like, it's like dimmer one lights, camera. one camera, um, not a lot of bells and whistles. So it's just, yeah. just the wrestling. Uh, that's... That stuff, my my wife gets kind of just so the most confused about. Yeah. What are you watching? I'm like, look, it's like really, really good. Trust me. <laughs> I know it looks like some like I, play that some high school kids are doing yeah. in a, a gym, but like the quality is so good. I, I actually recommend Sendai Girls to a lot of like hardcore Puro fans mm. more than anything else because they're used to mm. that. You know, yeah. like they're used to the gritty. They know they know of that. It. Yeah. Um, and I think you get that style more even than stardom sometimes with Sunday Girls because 
Stardom has like the stories and stuff. Like a lot of these indies that we're talking about, that we're going to talk about, they don't necessarily always have stories. It's just like they're just wrestling. And if that's what you're looking for, they're perfect. You know, like sometimes you yeah. just want to watch a great wrestling match. That's yes, what they're sure. going to give you. Yeah. Just come in. You don't have to do research. It's just like this person's good. That person's good. They're going to put on a great match. Yep. That's, and I, <laughs> sometimes I think we get, we wrestle that is wrestling at its core folks <laughs> it's just the match yeah, we're just, just we're just wrestling. gonna fight each other and one of us is yeah. gonna win yeah. um that's the journey yeah you can have um, intricate stories or you can just have i don't like you i want to hurt you <laughs> right that works both, both are good for sure um i want to mention a promotion that i've like really gotten into this year um which is actress girls if you are if you were at this point in the fandom You've really dug down deep into the rabbit yeah. hole. Um, but I think it's worth checking out. Um, mm. Actress Girls is a lot of younger, unpolished wrestlers. So a lot of the stuff is um, not is not going to be startup, you know. But no. <laughs> no. The, I think their strength is just interesting wrestlers. The way they look, their, their style. Um they try to be they're trying to be different so if you're, you're kind of bored with the same old same old you're gonna find a wrestler who's a, like a squirrel gimmick and uh someone who's like smack someone in the head with a pillow yeah. uh it's definitely different and much like tokyo joshi what trent said about like i think it was trent it's yeah. very easy to be like oh i know who this is yeah it's it's the same thing there's like oh there's yeah. the badass lady with like a wine bottle um, <laughs> she looks like, a, and this is like a ninja. Like it, it won't take you long yeah. to figure that out. And I, I, think, I know that oh. uh, Scott's been doing some, some actress girls lately. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think the Stardom connection actually is very important because a lot of their core wrestlers came from actress girls. Not if you want to be a hipster in Joshi, watch actress yeah. girls. And so when they go to Stardom <laughs> or whatever, you can be like, oh, I knew them before they were big. Yeah. Yeah, because like you, what you need to understand with actress girls is that these people are actresses and idols first, wrestlers mm-hmm. second. Uh, so a lot of them aren't gonna probably leave, but it's the few that do that often become like some of the best. Not like I said, Natsupoi, Tam, uh, Hameka, right? Yes, yes, Hameka, yeah. uh, Miyuki Takase, you know, to get away from stardom. Like some of them just go on to be the best or some of the best. Sayori, I know. Like they, they, if they really love it and they have a taking to it and they're really good at it, more often than not, they do leave. And I think there is an interest level in getting to the pretty much the prospect level. That is what Actress Girls is. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. If you watch that, yeah, yeah, they have Akiyasakawa and like a few veterans, but there's a lot of prospects that maybe you can invest in. And maybe they will make your their way to one of your favorite other promotions. I think with Actress Girls, for me, it's a weird choice if it's your only promotion. Because I feel like you want that investment for the next chapter rather yeah. than you just want that. Because it's like, okay, well, there's just better wrestling elsewhere. Mm. You know? Would you say, you know, is it sort of like AAA baseball? Mm. In yeah. a sense, where you're like, this is fun. This is good, yeah. but you know, there's yeah, it's higher it's quality like, stuff out there. It's like college sports, 
in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. Or like a lower yeah, level college. Colli- yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, who's these top prospects? You know, who's mm-hmm. who are these perp- who are these people I'm gonna invest in? Who's that some person people you see working at the convenience store in five years, some of them you'll see working on the biggest shows. <laughs> right. Like you can play guess the game. Who's gonna be that first pick in the draft <laughs> somewhere down the line? Like if they like, yeah, I want to go be a wrestler, be a free agent. Who's gonna be chased after? I mean, for TJPW, the most recent person to leave Actress Girls is Himawari, who you know she was doing her thing in Actress Girls. She mm-hmm. wasn't there for very long, but yeah. she clearly took a liking to it very quick and said, "All right, I'm out of here, and I'm gonna you know go build myself up." And I think that's again a very important part of Actress Girls. I, I do recommend you have another promotion because, you know, they're they don't run all that much either. It's like one, sh- two shows maybe a month. If I do well in, in putting a lot of big matches on YouTube, which is they nice. do, they do. Yeah. They, if, if they, they have a streaming service, right but I, I mean, I can't imagine someone jumping into Joshi. Like, I'm going to sign up for Actress Girls. Like, whoa, 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 slow, slow down. Um, yeah, but there's a lot of free stuff. Yeah. And this is where you're going down the rabbit hole. You're finding yeah. this new stuff. You're finding yes. because you might have yeah heard oh you know all these wrestlers I love in stardom they came from Actress Girls. Why did they come from there? What makes that place special as unique breeding ground? Yeah. And honestly, it's, a big it's part unique. is probably Fuka and Akjasakawa being there to really build now, yeah. that next generation up. Like that mm-hmm. is a fantastic learning base for these youngsters to have. Yeah, and they have good vets. Like I said, mm-hmm. Act Asahi. Who's a younger? I saw he's bringing fat. it. Yeah. Um, me, uh, their champion Aono. Uh, this, I did yeah, want to shout her out. Cool. Like she's, um, a good person to start off. The the top champion Miku Aono. Like, she's putting on quite good matches. Like their best stuff. So that's definitely a a, a starting point. And then you could mm-hmm. explore to weirder stuff. Um, uh, we we put Ice Ribbon on here. Sort of a weird. I I did not. Well, I okay. What I would say about Ice Ribbon is, I would say my thought would be the best bet is to go into stuff from like five years ago. Go get some DVDs from somebody. There's some really great top notch wrestling with some of the best, some of my favorite wrestlers. That's not the situation now. They've lost talent over and over again, and it's like a a weird place where even the super fan, I don't know if you know, Abid on X was the ice ribbon guy, the ice ribbon guy forever. He doesn't post about ice ribbon anymore. It's actress girls. So yeah. it just says where they are, but yeah, go uh, watch, um, watch from the past. Go watch happens. the best device ribbon. Go watch Suzu and Julia. I'm sorry. 2017, 2019. Go find Risa Sarah, what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the other thing with Ice Room, look, part of the reason why I put them here is because when you're going down the Joshi rabbit hole, it is first and in many ways ease of access and ice ribbon for all of its current faults if you Mm -hmm. want to get into ice ribbon it's pretty easy compared to some of the promotions out there you're not having to hunt up illegal black market tapes you can go and subscribe to a streaming service they used to be first up yeah they used to be go stardom than them Mm, they were the they were the next promotion off the bat and a lot of people treated them as better than stardom because it wasn't the mainstream option if you wanted to get away from that Ice Ribbon was the group to go yeah. to. Are they right now? No. 
But like if yeah. if you're going down the rabbit hole, give them a try. You might get in on the rebuild, and then you can be the I was there when they yeah. were struggling and only had a few people. Now they now look at them. Yeah, back and, in and my day, <laughs> yeah, when we look, we laugh about this stuff, but there is something special about getting in there on is. the ground floor with oh, a yeah. company. That's I, I definitely enjoy that. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned before. Like I watch a lot of bad movies and read bad books. Because I'm just, I want to find that thing that no one else has discovered. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, guys, look, this is a really cool thing. Yeah. I think um, one of the that could happen stuff again. Would be better. Ryan is Indiana Jones. I appreciate stuff. I appreciate this Martin Scorsese movie a lot better now because this, this movie about uh, a chicken and his best friend sucked. Can you, can you link me to that chicken movie? That sounds engaging. Yeah, it's called Chicken Little on Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Not Chicken Run. That's a different chicken thing. Runs a, chicken Run's a classic. <laughs> top top three chicken movies out there. I, I did. This is going completely off tangent, but I remember <laughs> back in the blockbuster days. Yeah, this is how far back we're going. Because I love Jurassic Park. That was that is back that when Ice Room was good. Yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. Back when <laughs> Ice Room was good, Jurassic Park just came out, and I loved it. And I was at the, the blockbuster, and there was a video called Chicken Park, and it was like mocking the Jurassic Park logo, and it looked like it was doing that. And I remember standing there for like ten minutes, going, "What is?" I was I was too young to understand like bad, intentionally bad rip off kind of movies. Yeah, I was going, "What is this? Do I get it? I don't know." And I always regret not. Hard because <laughs> no, what if it was a secret gem? Yeah, yeah, I would have rented that movie. Yeah. That's Here, my jam. Here's what I'll say about Ice Ribbon now. Um, they still have a solid core. Buki Hoshi's their champion, she's one of the better young wrestlers on the scene. Um, she's someone you invest in. They have Karaho Matsushita. Um, that's it. Uh, <laughs> I just realized Asahi's gone. Uh, yeah. But but they have a lot of new rookies coming in, and that some old people come back, and they use freelancers. It's a simple thing to get into if you're looking for something new. And like I think really like what Trent said, if you want to go into it with the mindset of, I was there when it started, you know? Mm-hmm. They've been here before, and they rebuilt back up. You could do that. Um, or Or you can look at the way of their archives are phenomenal. And you mm. can go back and watch Tsukasa Fujimoto yeah. and Sakushi Aruka and Suzu Suzuki and Risa Sara. You know, they are some of the best or have been some of the best in the past couple mm. of years. And they have countless great matches. Mayuki, those, it, it's really good. It's really yeah. good. If you want to see some like current Joshi that's not stardom or TJPW, Ice Ribbon's the place you go for the past five years or so. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk seedling. I don't think we're going to talk much. It's lower and lower on this tier list. Um, I will say two, just two words, Arisa Nakajima. That's like, all you need to know. Just go watch um, her. I'm and sorry. Then see what happens. Who's their world champion? Oh, well, I don't One know. One word. Sari. As... Yeah. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. I don't We're think not of her as... banner. Yeah. I don't think of her as I, I fly the Sari banner in every single way possible. Yes. Arisa Nakajima. One of the very best in the world, kicks ass. Yeah. As old, she's like, like literally. Pro- yes, she's probably the most old school wrestler besides, I guess, Sari. Like those two are the old school styled wrestlers, like the all Japan women's style, bringing yeah. it to present day, bringing that Zenjo. 
uh, back and it's just vicious and it's great and it's exciting. Um, all their shows that they have, which is like one a month, is live on their seedling.live website. You can buy the pay-per-views. Um, that's why they're in the third tier. They run yeah. once a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the ones you're not investing a lot of time in because you don't need to. But like, if you are looking for good Joshi wrestling and Seedling have a show on, it's worth at the very least checking out the card because you've got people like Arisa Nakajima who are there and they're another great source of freelancers coming in and doing good stuff. Um, So again, it's a good sort of opportunity to jump in, see what they're about. Um, To me, they're kind of like the next step from Sendai Girls in just kind of uh, concept. So if you yes, like what you yes. see in Sendai Girls, go straight to Seedling and see what they're doing. It's definitely a good thought. Can't recommend um, Arisa Nakajima enough. Absolutely. She's, she's going to go down as one of the true underrated wrestlers from this period. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because and she's Oshi. like in this leisure scene mm. situation yeah. for so she, long. She also has a lot of great matches in Ice Ribbon, by the way. Best friends huh? team with Takasa Fujimoto. So yeah. um, maybe just look up Arisa Nakajima matches and we'll count that as Seedling. <laughs> Maybe so. Um, and Scott mentioned Sari. That is to me a person who you just go follow them. She will be in all of these promotions. Um, well, not Stardom, we're talking Joshi, but the yes. smaller ones. She'll just go around. If you see her name on a show, just go watch that match. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. And the same thing to Kumi Roja. To me, I will watch Oz Academy when she's on. And Oz Academy is not good, but we're not taking you have, that deep down the rabbit hole. Yeah, that's the, I mean, if you're there, like, whew. but you just follow the wrestlers. Sari, yep. you're like, oh, where is she? There, there, there. And if you're invested, you you will be rewarded. And There's... she's running her Sariism shows, mm-hmm. so like, if must you want see. that kind of, those are must see so yeah. far. Some of the yeah. best stuff of the year. There's yeah, always going to be like two or three matches there which are must watch check them out like that's the thing like this is again like seedling where like it's a little bit harder you don't have the consistency necessarily but if you get the opportunity check it out because there's a lot of great stuff and i mean sari since she came back to japan has probably been the best wrestler in joshi um definitely best like most consistent now she doesn't yeah. wrestle every single week but every show every match she does have is a must watch yeah she is uh she's incredible Obviously, I, I've been don't be confused her. by her time as Saray. No, 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 no. It's a that's, different that person. You did not get the proper experience with her. I've I've been bringing up her name periodically through the show for a reason because mm. she's a, she's her own. She's just one person. She's not a promotion. Yeah. Uh, but there is no wrestler I will go out of my way to see more than Saray. You know, Stardom's easy for me to watch. You know, if I feel like watching a TJBW show, I'll watch it list goes on and on if sari has a match i am literally hunting it down <laughs> i'm like i need to find this i need to watch it because she is going all out everywhere she's pretty much giving back to the promotion or the the scene in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and it, you've really felt that this year um like ever since she's come back i feel like joshi's just buzzing a little bit more outside of For stardom sure. which is very mm-hmm. necessary um, especially with like some people leaving and you know, you Yuka Sakazaki leaving, TJPW is obviously gonna be a big hit. Um, but you know, and Kyrie's leaving. So it's like we got Sari back. We're we're gonna keep her. You know, you got you can have those two. We're gonna keep her. She's she's <laughs> she's ours, you know. <laughs> You're not taking that back from us. Yeah. 
do we want to say anything about any other smaller promotion before we head to the US? Well, I think like you're looking at stuff like say a marvelous where it's mm-hmm. like it's not necessarily something you have to hunt down and watch, but there's good wrestlers involved in the Marvel yeah. system. Yes. I absolutely. would be remiss not to say to check out Takumi Aroha, to not check out Mio Momono, because they are fantastic wrestlers. Very, very good. Whether that's yeah. on whether you go to Marvelous to watch them or whether you're just seeing them pop up in various freelance stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard to recommend Marvelous as a promotion purely, but with the qualities they do produce, it's worth checking them out. Yeah. Um, I would say I would do an anti-recommendation to uh, Pure J, unless y'all have thoughts. Anti-recommendation. I mean, look, if you're like digging around and you're like, oh, I think you're going to be turned off. It's like a much lower level thing. It is, and you know, I like the bad stuff. It's not, it's not good. Um, and I don't know their high isn't high. Mm, Am I wrong? Yeah, I've, I've I've seen like one or two Pure J matches this year, and like, or this might not even be this year, might last year, but it had like a recent Nakajima in it, so that's why when I was it's almost as a count, you're like, yeah, it's, it's like, because not, you got a good wrestler in, in your promotion. Yeah, I I can't say one way or the other. I mean, they do have a subscription on YouTube if you want to see every one of their shows. That's true. Is helpful. It's accessible. Um, just like Ice Ribbon does, just like Marvelous Now does. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Josh promotions are going towards that, which is nice. Is the yeah. Josh is the YouTube their own sustained thing? Yeah, Same that girl's I'm waiting. Mm. <laughs> there's also like Gleet, which we've mentioned a couple of times. Like that's no, no, different no, it's okay. again. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. Shima, Shima doesn't. No, no. Shima doesn't get the, the, the. No, the I'm done with Shima. That. He literally ugh, no, I'm angry with them. So no. Okay. Janai Kai deserve better. Hmm. Yeah. Someone who's listening to this trying to get in is like, what what is he even talking about? Well, that's so deep. It, it, all the deep I, I guess actually, no, Trent brings up a good point. There's yeah. a lot of Joshi going to Puro companies right now. Yeah. That's a newer um, trend. Yeah. So I think hmm. like collectively to bring that in, Gleet does it. All Japan's doing it probably the best all of a sudden because they have their yeah. own like little sub brand with Chi Chi and Zones and Sunny. Uh, but then they're bringing in like Kairi, Sari, Unagi's like their main person they bring in. They've mm-hmm. really invested in Unagi and it's working out really well. Um, I guess you should probably just follow Unagi too. Uh, Unagi's yeah. kind of like, you know, she, you know her from stardom and she's making her way. Um, she's one of the more popular indie wrestlers. They're probably the most, truthfully. Um, but yeah, uh, Noah's doing it as well mm-hmm. from time and to DDT time. DDT generally has um, pretty much everyone couple, besides yeah. New Japan who has titles for it. Mm. <laughs> A shot at New Japan, um, but earned deservedly. Um, well, that is like a new trend. It used to be very, very yeah clear. This is the women's. This is the men's, and there's yeah. more overlap than it used to be. Yeah, um, which is and how another Japan trend. Often was oh. forever. Um, another new trend, which is we'll see how this lasts or how it goes, is Joshi Promotions opening in America, which is kind of an odd concept because that's it's Japanese wrestling in America. Um, is it? You're using Japanese women, so I guess it's still. Japanese, but it it's kind of a mind blowing thought 
Um, there's a lot of little companies. <laughs> um, I I don't know that much about them. Where they're all kind of forming and trying. I know things. enough about them. If you want to know about them, <laughs> yeah, there there's any, a lot of yeah. It's a new concept, and that's a result that you're sort of finding your way through. Yeah. Any I recommend? Well, okay. So there's three like Joshi promotions, I guess. Okay. Right? <laughs> it's Sukiban, Kitsune, and Spark. Spark, yes. you're not able to watch any of their shows. Kitsune hasn't run their first show yet. And Sukiban just debuted. And Sukiban yes. is so different from Joshi. However, I will say this about when they get fully going, because the world premiere felt like a pilot type. Hey, here's what we're offering. I do think they can bring in fans with their uniqueness. Um, mm. And because they have a very talented roster. I will say that they have a very loaded, talented roster. Like a bunch of people we just talked about. They're on that roster. Um, Nearly all the best freelancers in the Joshi scene are yes. connected with Sukaban. Yes. Except for like one or two, which, you know, you can make up your own stories about that. Uh, and I think they do have a chance to, make some sort of impact. I still don't know like what the direction is. We're still learning that as yeah. time goes on. Uh but they're viewable. So that's a good start. Yes. You know, we, yeah. we, we you can watch that. live on TikTok. They have uploaded their first show on YouTube. Yes. So that's that's encouraging. Um uh, compared to Spark, which is a pure live experience. Like yeah, which if is you nice. want to watch it, you you go to the shows. Um and Kitsune, they are doing pay-per-view for that. So doing like, I kind of, inter independent yeah. wrestling TV. Yes. Yeah, so, so there are ways to watch, but it's really <laughs> handy Scary. if you are in America and you want to watch Joshi wrestling because the, yeah. the alternative for the longest time was you buy a ticket to Japan, which is yeah. cheap. Now you get a chance through these and other promotions we will kind of mention. If you want to get a taste of Joshi wrestling in person and you know feel the kicks live, you've got options, which is something that really I couldn't imagine a couple of years ago. No. That's true. Uh, the big difference is Sukiban seems to be just Joshi. Mm -hmm. The others, they're using independent talent to fill you out. You're going to fill it out with some You know, yeah. you'll get the TJPW crew or or the Marvelous crew. You know, the, it, it's the same few for those two. Mm. Uh, but even even Kitsune was bringing out Konami. Now she debuted at Sukiban. So, you know, well, it's not as fresh, but it's still pretty yeah. cool that, you know, they got that uh, they got konami and you know kyoko kamara is going to be there like there's mm. a very there all these promotions are have the same goal and that is bring joshi to america put more eyes on joshi and to me that is a win and that goes with the rest of the promotions um i think deadlock pro does joshi really well their women's yeah. champion is emi sakura which again doesn't get much better than that um, they had the first Miyu Yamashita versus Miyuki Takase match, which was excellent. Mm -hmm. They have the Emi Sakura Miyuki Takase match that happened in Japan, which was again excellent. Um, and they're really anytime a Joshi wrestler comes over, I do firmly believe they are trying to make it happen. Like they're trying yeah. to get them on their show and put them in a prominent spot, spot, not just have them. They had Jungle Kiona versus Mayu Kihi. They really care. West Coast Pro as well. They have a working relationship with Marvelous. Um, and then they bring over, you know, the thing with the TJPW wrestlers is that they hit the West Coast a lot. That's kind of their thing. They hit the prestige, West Coast Pro, mm. uh, so on and so forth. 
but yeah, there's there's a lot going on, and then there's you know Makito's in the GCW. If that yeah, and Rini Master in GCW as well. Yes, yeah, she's a yeah. champion, I think, for like yeah, a year. Yeah, <laughs> and just I realized like we didn't mention it before, but we're talking about Rini Master specifically and that kind of deathmatch style. Going back to Japan, there is also prominence, which obviously has lost a lot of its luster with Suzu leaving. But if you're looking for Joshi, that's different. They do Joshi deathmatch, and they bring in some guys as well. But like, mm-hmm. if you want to get a feel for that kind of thing, you've got that option as well. And free on YouTube. Bonus. Yeah. Uh, well, let's head into like just some advice or some thoughts you would give a new fan is coming in and like overwhelmed. I think maybe, but Can I go first. Yeah. What Don't you expect your yeah. favorite wrestler to win in TJPW. Oh, that was early to. And if Miyuki Takasa <laughs> is your favorite wrestler, don't expect it to win. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, fair. No, it's not just a TJPW thing. I think there is a serious conversation to have, especially with the Indies. Not every promotion pushes like new talent. That is a real mm. thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, so if you come in like via stardom and you're like, oh, you know, there's all these new talent, the new champions, Mariah's a new champion, blah blah blah, and then you like you go to like. Sendai girls, yeah, Shahira Hashimo probably gonna be champion. Okay, like just accept that. Um, we can just say gonna... she's champion, and realistically, anyone listening to this, there's like a ninety percent chance yeah. it's relevant. That's true. If you're listening <laughs> to this point. four months down the road or a year down the road, I'll yeah. probably be right by then. Um, right now, <laughs> as of this recording, she is not the world champion, yeah. but uh, they usually History go with their subtle change. A lot of promotions go with their aces because that brings mm. in tickets that like they book for Japan. Yes. They're not and they're booking, booking for, for the live market. And that's not just the indies as well. Like stardom, you look at the house shows and stuff, you look at the distribution method, it's about the domestic market. We are a tertiary at best audience for most of these promotions. Yeah, which can be the money, maybe things accept. will change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is something that I think foreigners do have to accept is like yeah. we are kind of used to having the product catered to us mm, that's, that's not point. necessarily the case and that is a learning experience it can be tough at times it can be frustrating but it is part of getting into something like this as you are coming yeah. in as an outsider so to speak but you can find a lot of value in it because of I, how unique and good it is i think naturally stardom and tgbw are hold, held to a higher standard because they are treated more like you know full-on promotions mm. so you know you expect those stories you expect those the progression you know we really focused on Miyu Watanabe earlier she is someone that you know people really want to win and that's why you invest in these wrestlers the day will come you know the day will come for it you just gotta be alert though because I do you can't think say that, that to a jungle Kiona fan well that's you know sorry um <laughs> my my, pe- my favorite twin oh my favorite yeah. also has a belt buckle that just looks really cool around her waist and that isn't defended, so it's fine. Thanks, New Japan. <laughs> yeah. And to Tread's point about it's not geared towards the Western audience, that means that a lot of stuff is not translated. Mm, um, yeah. There's not a lot of English commentary outside of Tokyo Joshi Pro uh, on big shows only. So, you, I mean, you just... This is, I think, intimidating for some people. Just you don't know what's all the things that are going on. Yeah. But a lot of things are very visual and physical, and you figure it out. Yeah. But I definitely miss jokes. I miss um, st- parts of the story. Um, and I've just gotten used to that. That's just um, part of the thing. And yeah. it, 
but you, you you get a lot of it without without you, the you get used to wrestling without commentary mm-hmm. i'll just tell you oh that. yeah yeah and and the other thing like when we talk about you don't understand necessarily some of the intricacies of what's being said and going on You've also got to remember when you're coming into Joshi wrestling from an American standpoint, the shows are completely different. You don't have the weekly show like an AEW or WWE where it's centered around promos and backstage interviews coming in for a three-minute match and stuff like that. The Japanese product, especially when we're talking Joshi, is a show is literally just a batch of matches back to back to back to back to back back with maybe one in-ring stuff post-match. Mm-hmm. And then, so all the story is told in that one or two post-match stuff, things, and then through the in-ring storytelling, mm-hmm. and it's complemented with uh, <clears throat> press conferences, which sometimes get fan subtitled, sometimes you're just watching, go, I don't know what's going on, but it looks wild, and the social media side of things. And a lot of these wrestlers build their stories and build their characters through social media. So if you there's a wrestler you like and you want to follow you do follow them on social media because you will get the intricacies of the character. You'll learn about what they're about, what their feuds are about, what their stories are with the help of DeepL or Google Translate. And fair warning, take Google Translate, especially with a grain of salt in what gets Especially said. with but Unagi Sayaka. Don't take anything she says legal on mm-hmm. Google Translate or you will think the worst of her. And that is not the case. Yeah, fair point. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a way to yeah. understand these stories, like following yeah. through that kind of thing. And it's difficult. Um, you know, if you're like Ryan, trying to learn Japanese just to make it a little bit easier, there are, and again, this is the way you join the Joshi community, there are some people there who can provide fantastic context because they speak yeah. Japanese. They're translating for you. Yeah. So, you know, look for those people and connect with those people. And it just makes what is a very real barrier to getting into Joshi that little bit easier. That's for sure. Um, that's a great segue into, I wanted to just fire off some recommendations of uh, first YouTube channels that mm-hmm. go into the stories, go into the characters. On the Tokyo Joshi side, Neo Joshi Sizzle. Used to be just be Joshi Sizzle, but I don't know what happened there. New There's a new one. Deep dives into the, the long character arcs of the Tokyo Joshi folks. Slap Viper LLC also took Tokyo Joshi Heavy. Um, on the Stardom side, there's there's a channel called Stardom Fans mm-hmm. and one called Meerkat Ultra. Highlights, matches, like some 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 good ways to access. Um, and you'll have um, any YouTube HD subs. Posts? I think does a lot of subtitling of Stardom stuff, backstage oh, stuff that doesn't nice. get officially subtitled. He's on Twitter slash X. I think it's Hamanshu Doi, uh, but on YouTube it's like HD subs. And if you're getting into stardom, that to me is pretty much a must follow to understand a lot of the backstage stuff. Some of the stuff he translates are very story relevant. Some of it's just, oh, this was really funny and people should say it. So that's a good point. Um, Scott, any thoughts on this on this direction? Places to get some uh, more information? Me? <laughs> well, he's, I, he's I not joking. I, I don't that is like... true be a jerk but me I, I i think i do as good as i possibly can with the limited uh knowledge i have of japanese um to try to get like certain things that are said or like i look at every stardom interview now i know 
their exact words aren't being said, but I, I usually can get the gist of it or I'll ask someone like, Hey, is this, is this reading what I'm thinking it's reading? And then I will tweet it. Out. I will link the story so you can see the whole thing. Cause like, you know, the other day, Suzuki randomly said like, yeah, I didn't say no to joining DDM. And I was like, I feel like people should know that, but <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I think I only say myself, but there are so many great ones. I think HD subs and doy are two different things. Oh, really? I think it, I there's an HD the same stuff. Well, they probably do, but like, but mm. maybe it's I don't I don't know. They're two different accounts to me. They're two different things, but they do great job at mm. you know transcribing HD subs is huge because they have so like they have it like right after subtitles yeah. on these videos. Um, that's one that I just have like they'll get the translations out, or if it's not the videos, they'll just have the translations written tweets. Mm. Um. So yeah, those are crucial uh, information. You just follow the wrestling accounts of the promotions. Yeah, yeah. You know, Stardom has an English account. TGPW do, does really well at giving you both um, the English aspect and Japanese. Um, you can there's an account for every promotion we've talked about. Um, whether whether <laughs> whether you can you can figure it out because you get match cards and stuff like that, which is just as important. As yeah. anything else, like I feel like you know, we're going around like to learn. Sometimes the best information is from the source, and that is those promotions. Um, yeah, following wrestlers is always fun, just because like you know you can watch them. Oh wait, the most the most important follow you gotta follow Tam Nakano. There's only one person that gives you lore <laughs> on Twitter, and that is Tam. Um, but in, in all seriousness, uh, I think I think you both did a really good job at that. Uh, the YouTube, you guys know better than me. So, um, but subscribe to the promotions, subscribe to the, like you said, Meerkat Ultra, folks like that. Um, because yeah. I think everyone is able to offer something different. Yeah. And as YouTube, well. as we mentioned, like use YouTube to find the wrestling. A lot of these promotions have free matches on YouTube. A lot of them have uh, impressions on YouTube. So you can get a lot of this stuff for free via YouTube. And it's unfortunately not always clear cut. Like to see prominence on YouTube, it's not like you don't just type in, oh, the prominence YouTube channel because it's yeah. connected to another thing. But like you can find that stuff there. And mm. if you're diving into the Joshi rabbit hole and you don't want to pay a lot of money, understandably, there's a lot of free options out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh. And to shout out another translator, Karen Peterson. She's mm -hmm. at Hey Karen Sensei. She does a lot of translation work, and she also does a monthly column called Dream Slayer Monthly on post wrestling. And summing up everything that's happened, all the big stuff that happened in Joshi. Um, and Scott was like, I don't know, sort of joking about himself, but like he's also quite good at that things, those things. Um, and you have like 47 podcasts and and 45 of them are Joshi. Is that, that the right number? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> before I talk about myself, as I hate to do, um, I will say just back to like the new Joshi fan thing as well. And because you guys talked about the stories and the character work, and I just wanted to get this off before I forget it. Uh, be, be willing to invest hmm. because if you're not willing to invest, I think you're going to miss a, big part of tjpw start the big payoffs yeah because when you know mizuki won the title for a lot of people well, a lot of tjpw fans it was just such a huge payoff she beat yuki sakazaki 
finally became champion. Same same thing goes in Stardom when Julia finally became World of Stardom champion. Um, you know, we're in the midst of so many different stories and so in both promotions. Maki Ito's quest to beat Miyu Yamashita, that's a big story. You you can go some some stories you can go back and get the story beats very easily, and others feel free to ask people because mm. it's just gonna make your experience so much better. That's what you need to, you know, learn. I, I was you know, I made the joke about the you know, don't expect your favorites to win. Your favorites will win. You just gotta if you're investing in them, don't expect it to immediately happen. Or if you're like Trent with Jungle Kiona, maybe it never does and you're just heartbroken forever. Um, but usually, usually these promotions are willing to give you the payoff. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, thankfully. Uh, if if they're not, then you know, this is that's just pro wrestling at the end of the day. Like some not everyone's made to be world champion either. But. Yeah. Hopefully, there's some sort of payoff for you in the end. But uh, and their personal to... stories are still worth following because wrestling—it's not only about championships. There's right. so much going on there. And yeah, you can invest in a wrestler that might not be a top tier person, but you can still get a lot out of following their journey and adventure. And it might just be winning a mid card match, and that for them, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And for you, that can be a big deal as well. It's like following formula one if you're only watching formula one to watch the championship you're gonna be bored because spoiler and this is going to be relevant for about four years max verstappen won (laughs) but you can follow the the smaller teams and the growing rest people and stuff that's where you can find a lot of enjoyment yeah Mm, absolutely like saida may never be world champion but she's someone you can invest in right she's someone you you know she she's someone you can get behind and i think it's gonna pay it'll pay off for you when she gets a big moment yes um i and i you know i think that's that's again it's just as important it's just as Mm -hmm. important to fully invest yourself if you're gonna commit to it i'm not saying you have to be crazy like me ryan and trent like you don't have to it doesn't have to be everything you do in many ways Mm -hmm. but it makes it so much better if you're willing to just give that extra that extra care uh-huh. It pays you back in terms of investment. You follow it, it a does. little bit, you'll get a little bit of enjoyment, but you deep dive, it does become that much more rewarding to see, yeah. again, a lot of these long-term, years-long stories paying yeah. off. Like Mia Watanabe is the perfect person to invest mm-hmm. in right now because yeah. when she eventually climbs to the top of the mountain, yeah, it's going to be worth it, right? It's going to, like, you know, Ryan's going to be able to celebrate on this podcast. Um, I... <laughs> I, I felt the same about Makito. I may never get that, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can't win them all. No, uh, no, you can't. That's that's part of the thing, though. That's part of wrestling. You can't win them all. Yeah. And um especially if you mean Yuki Takase. I and... do want to shout out a couple of podcasts. A lot of them, and not I'm not just saying this because they're on this network, but they're like they're not that many specific to Joshi promotion podcasts, but we have them. We have Tokyo Joshi Freedom Fighters, who really capture the vibe of that promotion. It's fun, mm-hmm. it's goofy. Uh, if you liked what you heard from Trent today, he is part of uh, the Choco Cast. That's the Gato Move Choco Pro. Is it just Choco Pro only, or Gato? No, Move? no. We cover Choco Pro. We cover uh, Gato Move, and we also Ooh. cover the wider verse. So we include Bakagaijin in that as well, which isn't technically part of the, their world. But Jamaica like they rules. share talent so much, and it's mm-hmm. it's basically uh, Bucket Gaijin is the adult hardcore version of Choco Pro. Excellent. Um, and Scott and Trent are both on Stardom Road, which is great for diving into history. Yep. 
And we do deep dives into stardom, like the stuff that if you're just following now, it's like, who's this wrestling? What's that thing about? And we try and make it easy for you to understand. They'll go deep, deep, deep in there. Mm-hmm. And Scott also, I, I joked how many there were, but I would say the five-star Joshi show. Is that the name of it? Am I saying it wrong? That is Remember? correct. Okay. No, you nailed it. I was like, you my brain... That's the one to go for, especially for a total look at the scene. Yeah, like because this show is often games and fun stuff, ranking things, um, and that is more like, hey, here's what's happening. Yeah, let's analyze it if you want to keep up to date. So week uh, to week, it it more often than not does just end up being stardom because start start is the only person that runs week to week yeah you know like yeah. not everyone but i will give you previews i'll give you reviews i will give you the news and i'll give you everything else every single week um i i, I will recommend you know there's a lot of stardom podcasts out there these days we said stardom road but that's history there mm-hmm. is um stardom quest there is stardom cast um i think that's it uh but those two are really good if you want to get a different flavor of stardom that isn't from one of us three, um, <laughs> specifically me. Uh, yeah. I think I would recommend both of them, friends with all the hosts on those shows. And I think they, they do a great, unique job of differentiating too. Um, mm. You know, maybe you, one's maybe more critical than the other, but you know, that's important. That's part of, that's part of it. And I think, uh, oh, is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? Uh, anyone shout else? out to Joshi Pod as well. Cause if you yes, want to get to the know the wrestlers, like it, it's Eric who's yes. the, uh, running Kitsune. Oh, great point. He, yeah. he does interviews with the talent. And it's obviously the talent might not be speaking English, but it's translated on air. And there's not a lot of options out there to get English translated directly from the source kind of stuff. No, it's English translated point. interviews mm-hmm. with talent. They're one of the best, you know, and yeah, you get absolutely. it in audio form. Obviously, also check out a lot of Scott's stuff on Fightful. He gets some great interviews with talent as well. And that's just a different way of going about it. Here at Wrestling, we try and get a few as well. We've got connections with like TJPW, building stuff with Gato Move. Got a start on one. Hopefully, we'll get some more as well. Uh, but yeah, definitely shout out Joshi Pot in the podcast world. Absolutely. They, he does a great job. It's not as periodically as it used to be. Mm. Um, it's like if he gets an interview, it's up. Which is always cool. yeah. Um, yeah. His stuff is always interviews. It's not like oh, I didn't yeah. get an interview this week, so I'll talk about what's going on. That's like yeah. you subscribe mm-hmm. to that. That's his show. Know, yeah, all the talent connections. Um, that and that's the beauty of it. Really, there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot more out there now than there were two years ago. I yep. mean, maybe I have half the shows accidentally, not on purpose. <laughs> I just have too many, but my all of mine are different. I'm not doing the yeah. same thing at all. That's true. Yeah, that is that is on purpose. Uh, but. Yeah, I think I think that's the beauty of Joshi right now. And a lot of the and a lot of those people that we have talked about will help you get into mm-hmm. Joshi even more. Yeah. Um, that's very important. Again, this this is a community that really does help each other. It really does like if you're looking for a show, if you're looking for how to watch something, you're looking for a match, we'll help you out. We'll yeah. help you out one way or the other. Yeah. There are really eggs, but they're far outnumbered by the Good eggs. Yeah, yeah we don't talk about the bad eggs. No, just no block bad. them and you move on. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's but the, you come in with a genuine like, I want to learn about this stuff. I want to find this stuff. I want to get into it. People will be happy to help you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we push the positivity of. I know I joke and make jokes, but like every, that's why we're recommending these people because a lot of them are so positive and passionate about these promotions, mm. about these shows. It's why I'd recommend Ryan for anything TJPW. 
I think absolutely Ryan covers TJPW better than anyone um, because, you know, there's a care there. Like I said, then that comes down to it every single time. There is a passion for these things that everyone's doing. And mm. uh, Ryan's got the interviews. Ryan's got the articles. Ryan's got some old school articles, which are always fun. Yeah, if you want to get that. into old school Joshi, definitely oh, check out Ryan's stuff. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> that is a whole, yeah, that's a whole other beast. Check out Ryan's that's stuff. My comfort food. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying, Scott, about just the community. I definitely agree. Friends. I am the person to go to. <laughs> no, no, not stuff. that part. Not that. I knew Ryan wasn't going to say that, but I was. I, but that's like, the first thing I thought. <laughs> um, when someone shows any interest in wrestling, yeah. My ears perk up when they say, "What about this Joshi stuff?" Yeah. I'm like, "Let's sit down. I will give you the time. <laughs> yeah. I will give you a spreadsheet." Like, we got a I lot just, of spreadsheets. I want, I want more and more spotlight because it's so yeah. good, and I just yeah. wish, um, you know, I wish that the world would see more of it. So, admittedly, this episode's like, when did she join? About. Uh... Eight months too late. When did Mercedes Monet start working here? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little late, but if I, I, I think there's a lot of people that have now started to latch on post the Mercedes Monet excitement. Hopefully yeah, there's been a lot of waves recently coming from stuff like Shuri versus Utami, Kari coming back, Mercedes coming in, like the the wrestlers appearing in like AEW and stuff. You're getting these constant waves now, and it's becoming a bigger and bigger deal. Um, and we like just being on like the Joshi Reddit, there's you get so many more comments of like I'm looking to get into this stuff, and that's a yeah. big reason why we've done this podcast because you get a lot of people who are curious, and like if we can just make it easier for people to go down the rabbit hole, yeah. Obviously, you can come and ask us, and you can ask other people, but this way you can just chuck on a podcast, and while you're going to work, you can find out what your viewing habits will be for the next three months. <laughs> Excellent. That's true. I think that's a great way to um, wrap it up. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Wrestle In. We have, like we mentioned, a lot of Joshi-centric podcasts, but we also have a. Yeah, we're taking over. Joshi's taking over. All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> uh, we have on the Indies, Provision. All the corners of the wrestling world are covered here. Uh, so, like, WWE. subscribe, give us a five star. Um, see you next time. <laughs>